So here's a pretty outlandish theory, and this actually came from a comment from Crimson, and this was on during the Watch Party stream, which had over 20,000 of you live, which that was amazing. I love seeing you guys there. But this comment essentially says, and this is something I was thinking while we were watching the show as well. Look, in the Clone Wars, Anakin Skywalker on Mortis, which is my favorite arc of the Clone Wars, because it's just very lore intense and crazy and far-fetched. He was able to control the embodiment of the light side, the daughter, and the embodiment of the dark side, the son. He was able to control both, okay? Remember that. And this is when he was like, this is a pre-revenge of the Sith, all right? So there's that, which means, what the heck? Like, how is he more powerful than literally the embodiment of the light and the dark? So it means he is the perfect balance in between. And this is why the father of Mortis, who is the balance of both light and dark, offered Anakin the position as the father. Now, what if the prophecy of the Chosen One wasn't meant to be lived during Anakin's life while he is alive physically? What if that whole chapter of his life being alive was meant for him to have both aspects of the Force, the light side and the dark side? Anakin Skywalker, the poster boy of the Clone Wars, and Darth Vader, the enforcer of evil and command throughout the Empire. Now, what if he took everything he learned from both of those lives, transported them to the netherworld of the Force, being a Force ghost? Now, if you don't know how he turned into a Force ghost, we're going to talk about that briefly in a little bit, but I have made videos about it. Not too important. He became a Force ghost. We all know that. So, what if this prophecy of the Chosen One, this idea to bring balance to the Force, as Qui-Gon stated, wasn't meant to be in the realm of the living. It was meant to be in the realm of the dead. And so Anakin's hang-up, you know, was to save the ones he loved from dying. What did he just do in Ahsoka? He saved her from death by teaching her a lesson. Not only that, but he was able to switch between the light and the dark side at will. He was able to command his eyes into the hatred, the Sith, the anger, the despair, the passion, the greed, everything that he had in Revenge of the Sith. He is now able to go Super Saiyan at will like that. It's not like, you know, oh my God, we don't know how to do this thing anymore. It just happened on a whim because of, you know, our emotions. He's now able to control his powers and abilities in the next realm, really giving credence to the prophecy of the chosen one that he will bring balance to the force. And of course, Anakin's dream, which was to save others from dying. I wasn't strong enough to save you, mom. I miss you so much. And he promised that he would never allow anyone else to die that he loved. And he's now starting with Ahsoka. Now, I know that's not exactly what he meant. And that's why he fell to the dark side, because the Sith were all about living on, you know, Earth, on the world, uh, in the galaxy. And this is why their ghosts possess objects like Marco Ragnos, for example. Whereas the Jedi would go off and become immortal, but not, you know, in the galaxy, but in the netherworld. Could be the world between worlds. We don't know yet exactly what that place is all about, but what if he's the Heimdall of the Force Ghost realm, and he kind of helps you as like a guide to see if you are worthy or not, or to help you to not die, to save others from death. So I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, dude, this is actually pretty profound. It's that what if Dave literally just changed the entire prophecy of Anakin Skywalker without changing the prophecy? Now, I'm a George Lucas purist, and I would let Dave Filoni do a lot. But what this can change is that, you know, Anakin fulfilled the prophecy when he died by killing off all the Sith, which was himself. And in the end, you know, the one good guy remained, which was Luke. Now, if you want to go sequel trilogy and you want to believe that legend stuff, then you can say, well, Luke survived and Palpatine survived. So, you know, there was a balance, but I ain't going there. That's not real George Lucas Star Wars, in my opinion. So we're going to stick to the first six. And I know I pick and choose, you know, like Dave Filoni stuff, you know, Ahsoka, Disney Plus. Uh, I pick and choose. Hey, that's what helps me sleep at night. You guys like the sequel trilogy? Like it, by all means. I don't. So 
What if he fulfilled the prophecy at the end when Anakin died? He said, tell your sister you were right. And goes off into the force. And Luke looks off to the trees, sees Anakin, boom, done. That's amazing. That, of course, still stands. But the way I see this is like maybe like a Legends-y version of it, where he has now gone off into the world between worlds, into the netherworld of the force, and he has been able to actually save the ones he loves from dying by completing his training and owning his skills to be able to shift between the light and the dark side and have command over his emotions, where he can literally go into the darkness and as easily come out of it, as we saw with his Sith eyes turning, you know, from blue to red, then from red to blue, back to normal. So he's clearly in control. And this was always Anakin's problem as that he was never in control. So it it kind of makes me wonder like, okay, we know that being dead as a force ghost, you can do a lot of stuff. But what are they not telling us? What more can you do as a force ghost that we don't know about? You know, in sequel trilogy, Yoda did use force lightning to burn three. Okay. In the Shadows of the Sith book, not Shadows of the Sith. It was uh, the new book that just came out with Luke and Lando. Um, Secrets, of, I don't know, I can't remember, whatever. The new one, you guys know what I'm talking about. There was an excerpt in there where Anakin shows up with his lightsaber and saves Luke from these like cloaked, I think it was like eight or nine dudes that were just a bunch of weirdos and they were trying to attack Luke um, with like the force or something. I can't really remember what it was, but essentially he shows up with a lightsaber and just gets Luke out of there, teleports his ass out of there. And in my opinion, I'm like, okay, well, now we're kind of entering a different realm of understanding Star Wars lore in a sense where we're now finally learning about the netherworld of the force which i think is probably something that's really sought after by a lot of fans because we don't know anything about it and we've never seen where they go like is where they go like an entirely new galaxy new realm new universe or are they just dead and they could just show up when they want or when they're needed you know i'd like some more clairvoyance on that for sure however i think when it comes to anakin now fulfilling the prophecy it gives so much greater meaning to the chosen one than ever before because now he's literally doing what he set out to always do which was to save others from dying and he's also able to control his light and dark side just like he controlled the light and dark side embodiments the daughter and the son so i really think that dave filoni is writing something that could really change how we see anakin in potentially a much better way where we see that his training didn't end when he died he had to go through so much more training to get to this level and maybe he's still not even there yet so with that in mind you know, what do you think? Do you think Anakin is now the gatekeeper of the world between worlds? Is he now sort of the Heimdall, if you will, of sending people to and fro from the world between worlds? Like, is he the one who pulled Ahsoka out or in? I don't, I don't know how that even happened. Or was she like full on dead? And that was like kind of purgatory until she goes to a place where either she wants to live or she doesn't. And once he taught her a lesson, you know, she wanted to live. And it was all about stopping people from dying, you know? So I think that whole lesson was all about that. And it's pretty profound that Dave Filoni would go on and connect something like this while extending the actual lore itself and the story of Anakin Skywalker because we know how important that is. So if you really think about it, like maybe he'll never say it, but he'll be like, yo, this is actually him fulfilling the prophecy as Qui-Gon said. And it only partially ended when he died in the physical form and then, you know, came here. Now, when he died in the physical form, super fast, this comes from, I think it's called the Rise and Fall of Darth Vader. It's got a pink cover on it and a Vader helmet. And he was dying, you know, Luke was looking at him. And as he's dying, Obi one reaches out to him through the force basically instructs him how to do it and anakin was like oh my god how are you doing this how are you speaking to me and obi-wan's like shut up or you're gonna cease to exist gives him the info boom his body goes and then he becomes a force ghost so it was like really a split second kind of thing where obi-wan was almost like slowing time down in the book it's how they kind of explained it because i mean it was like a couple pages and he's like literally <laughs> he's like supposed to be dead <laughs> but after the first sentence but 
yeah anyways that's how he survived um and became a forced ghost so i'd love to learn more about this i'd love to learn more about the world between worlds but also where the dead go afterwards i think that's something a lot of us are curious about so yeah we'll see what happens let me know what you think about anakin fulfilling the prophecy in this kind of way or not uh, i'd love to hear what you guys think about it do you like it do you hate it why why not thanks for watching see you in the next one until then the force will be with you always